Hey, it's another ATO show coming to you uh, after the Celtics took down the fraudulent and disgusting <laughs> and evil Miami Heat. The it's Catholic high school boys team that is the Miami Heat. Who, who couldn't even close out game seven on their home floor with the friendly um, Truly a pathetic showing by the Miami Heat. Celtics are on to the NBA Finals. Uh, yeah, ATO show. A little smaller group than usual here. Maybe we won't talk over one another so much. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, you, 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 had a, you had a premonition about this game seven. Tell us, what did you see with your own two eyes? So, uh, yeah, I was just like hanging out of the outlet malls at uh, North Conway because you can get really good deals on clothes there. So I was enjoying the long Memorial Day weekend, and I saw a large man in a Miami Heat jersey. Um, I'm guessing was there to like antagonize people. Like that's why you wear that out like the day before, like game five. But anyway, he's like got both his doors open in the parking lot and he's like visibly struggling with something. And I walk by and he has like shit his pants. (laughs) He's got his bare ass out. He's clearly like wiping himself in between the car doors (laughs) And he's wearing a uh, Dwayne Wade uh, Miami Heat jersey. So I took this to be of semi-religious importance. And I just entrusted that uh, the Lord had a plan for me and the Boston Celtics. (laughs) And he did reveal himself unto me in the form of a Dwayne Wade fan having doo-doo ass in the parking lot of an Eddie Bauer. (laughs) I mean, it was a hot weekend. And that's heat culture, baby. Like you got to get it out. You got to get the poison out, and it might be a parking lot. You know, shit, shit happens. It's like when they have the um, the football things where they they have the pea colors, and it's like like white good teammate uh, Chad, and like like dark yellow is like selfish, not hydrated enough. That's the heat culture is the different streaks on your underwear, like how much you've shit yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, and they, they get into the colors. Yeah, it's like if it's too orange, like you probably had a little too much fat. The red, like you call bladder. It's like it's working. Your liver's working tough. Like you took it. It was a long night out at the uh, at the club. Who contributed more to um, the Heat Celtics series? That man or, or Udonis Haslam? I think that uh, Haslam definitely. Uh, I mean. You know, he's there. He's seen it. He's seen Wade, you know, shitting his pants in the parking lot. He's seen, seen Wade winning championships with Shaq. Uh, uh, he's seen it all. But, like, he's also seen, you know, Jimmy Butler just, like, you know, being the, being the best player in the series and the worst player in the series. And you just, like, it's it's all just about, like, how many minutes are on those tires. And he was running some bald tires there at the end. And that's what I hoped because the Celtics were not – they, you know, they needed all the help they can get. Yeah, I mean, I think more impressive than, than Jimmy Butler's, you know, 48 minutes on the floor where Udonis Haslam's 48 minutes on the sideline. I think I think that was equally impressive. He didn't need to, like, uh, split up any fights, so that was good. Every Like, the Heat team seemed pretty together. They weren't getting money contributions outside of Jimmy Butler and Max Struess just making some fucking daggers there to, to really put the... Put the butthole hairs just like on edge. So 
uh, yeah, we were sweating it out for that that game seven because you know the, the Celtics like to make the hardest. Like Ime Chad Chad Udoka says, they like to make the game the hardest on themselves. Yeah, and that's that's what it, it's about. It's like enjoy the pain, enjoy yeah. what can be transferred through understanding true pain. And uh, yeah, nothing nothing makes you feel more alive than watching the Celtics, you know, yeah. <laughs> give give away a game seven. Um, but I, I I actually think um too much was made of that. I actually think um. Like the Celtics have had worse process down there. Well, I think. All right. I think it's it's like a red herring, which is true. But at the same time, they don't play good basketball when they're trying to bleed the fucking clock. Like, like. Yeah. All right. The smart the smart shots were open. Pat and didn't like, like that. <laughs> well, it's like you, the smart shots are the open shot, and it's like you yeah. have to run offense to get open shots. But it's like, oh my god, dude. I agree with you. I just don't think <laughs> that it was like that bad in game seven. Like they generate open shots and the Heat hit like a ton of like contested yeah. and difficult jumpers. Like they it wasn't great, but they, they I thought right. they were worse down the stretch in like game six. Yeah, and it was worse, like it was it wasn't like when they were trying to bleed the clock and it turned into Jason Tatum like not passing and just going like into mid range shots and like contested yeah, there wasn't jumpers. No live ball turnovers or anything. Yeah. No, exactly. That's and the, well I I just think that like the, the the moral of this story for the Heat too, because I I am still like in- extremely haunted by the bubble series. That team was dog shit, and the Celtics lost to them. And I think that I I was kind of operating under the same basis that this team would be more or less like the same. Um, you know, there's some differences. You know, instead of Goran Dragic, they've got Victor Oladipo. You know, PJ Tucker is in the Jay Crowder spot. Um. Andre Iguodala is like a Martin twin, um, you know, and they've got all this, all that other stuff. And, you know, I think no Tyler hero. I, I my, my thing about this heat series is that I think to be polite, the heat were lying about it. <laughs> like I'm, I, I, I wonder how really serious Tyler heroes injury was, if it was one to like keep him, like out out i i wonder if that was not a we're benching this guy um let's not have a news cycle about this like i think if oh you think if he tyler hero were like cutting up the celtics he would have been out there in game four like he might have like missed game three but i feel like well, I he would have been out there in game four That's i don't know if you've heard the heard the bill simmons podcast but they think like the the injury kind of makes a little we got the fraudulent like takeover yeah. from like the no, we got i'm the into the hero well they didn't have hero missing shots so like i I don't know yeah i will give bucks fans that the middleton one was like a sizable difference but in this particular heat series where like our definitive matchup like upper hand that we had on them was rob williams who was basically unavailable (laughs) this series had like one game yeah he had like one game where he was like noticeably himself and was like very visibly playing through injury in the rest of them. Smart also, like, gutted it out, but like, missed a lot of shots and and stuff like that. So it's amazing just, he had fucking twenty some points. Like, like he was hitting a lot of shots early on. Like, and then it just went cold. And I think very similar to what happened with Jimmy. Like, it's hard to hit jump shots when you're just burnt. Like your legs are just toasted. So, and they're all you know dealing with uh, like injuries and. 
different like stuff. So it's. I mean, Smart had some well, awesome games. In there. Yeah, and he, and he was there for like the you know the free throws. That's what won the game. So. Yeah. He was still making contact. Like I was disappointed that the fucking Jalen that that call like, like I loved that play from him. He that was a good aggressive like take to the basket. That uh, that Jalen drive, I thought they should have bled more clock. Um, it was pretty early. Yeah, I think it, it was, was pretty early. <laughs> yeah, um, but that was like the difference between like 50 seconds and like 20 seconds. I think <laughs> like well, it was not. Long, but yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, it was it was like very early. I think he started that move at 18 seconds, and I was like, yeah, the, the ball the last, went in the though. The last two Celtics possessions were not good decision making. I don't think. But I just. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like it wasn't like overall that last three minute stretch. Like. We've had worse in like yeah. the Bucks series it's, and in the Heat series. It's so hard for me to take away from this series what the difference was because I think the big difference in this series was that the Celtics were like very clearly the better team, like in a way that I don't think like happened in like the Bucks or like even really the Net series, but like the Heat kept winning, which is like you know like. You can say, um, like, I guess they had the best player in the series in Jimmy Butler. Um, you know, I think it depends how you feel about Jason Tatum and, like, how how much you put Jimmy, what, the games where Jimmy was just straight up bad on him for them, like, losing the series. Because every game they won was almost a direct result of Jimmy Butler. So... You know, I mean, that's where it was like he he was the best player in the series in those games that they won, and he was just like another player in the games that they lost. Like like, oh, he was worse than it, that in the games yeah. they lost. He was like the principal <laughs> reason. Yeah, that they were like, like not well, competitive I, in those games. I think like game three, I think for sure. But was it game four? One of what one of what was the start of uh, Struess and um, Lowry's diaper disaster. It was like four and five, right? That was like the two game yeah. stretch where they missed. They were like one for 29 together or something like that. Like, I mean, so what I've been trying to like parse out is like, how should we be feeling about like a Golden State matchup? And I, the answer, I, I've kind of come to the conclusion that this is going to kind of ride or die on how healthy Rob is. And we're, we're going to kind of know early in game one. Um, because I think the Celtics could like meaningfully beat up the Golden State if Rob is available. Um, but it's going to be like a much tighter, closer game for like with if Rob is like in any way limited. And I just I worry Golden State's like good at getting steals and like getting out in transition, and then they also have actually talented players, unlike the Heat. So. And they do have, you know, a defensive player of the year backing them up who can actually get out and, you know, rotate and, like, do some of this stuff that, like, while Bam Adebayo is a good, like, rim defender and a great illegal screener, um, he can't do some of this other stuff. So, I don't know. I think the Celtics should have, a like, a clear upper hand on the Warriors, but I've also said that about, like, pretty much every series coming in, and it's always been harder than I thought it was going to be. So I just, you know, with Golden State, you've just got those, like, those couple games baked in where, like, they're just going to be unconscious from three and you ought to lose. But I wonder, like, if that will happen. Well, I, I, I think um, 
<clears throat> oh, I, I, yeah, I'll circle back to that effort. Um, yeah, I don't. We'll, we'll, let's talk about Golden State in just a bit, but I, I think you hit the nail on the head there. That it's like maybe these series would have been less competitive if we had like a fully healthy Rob. Like he's yeah, he's very important to this team, and the Celtics aren't a team like Milwaukee that they can just put everything on like you know Giannis's back or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. And have a of victory. Like the Celtics have kind of been like mediocre without like their full lineup ready. Right. And we yeah. saw like Rob at like 80% in like games like four and two or something like that. But then in like game six or seven, you know, he was maybe at like 40% and it, it just, it just wasn't working. So, you know, I mean, I guess the hope is, you know, with a, a few days rest and then more time off between games that Rob hasn't has enough time to, um, recover between games, but yeah, let's go back to Miami, um, Boston. For- yeah, I was looking. I was looking through his Jimmy's usage rates, and it's like, yeah, he was. He's always above twenty three percent. Like in the games that he's scoring forty points, like it's thirty percent. And like, yeah, if you have that guy scoring seven points and like just missing everything, it's like you can't win basketball. So it's just like that. Was, that's very. Difficult, but also in the same sense, like Celtics, Tatum is their superstar. He is their best player, but he he was more consistent. Like his worst games were very good games. They're like still like 20 points, six assists. Like he's getting, he's the focal point of the offense. And they, the Heat, because their defense was so good, were able to kind of like stymie his, we didn't see those Tatum 50 point games. Like he was able to put up against the Nets. Like, that level he wasn't able to access because he was getting doubled and tripled and whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, but I still, yeah, I'm interested to see if Tatum can take a bigger leap. Like I know you're talking about Rob, but like versus Golden State, I don't know that they have like Draymond. They have Draymond, and we'll see what his like his health is. But like I think Tatum can probably maybe score hopefully a little bit easier. Like Wiggins, like can he just like this... clown Wiggins a little bit? Yeah. Please. What, what I keep coming back to is this might end up looking, obviously they're more capable than this, but I think this series is, as the Golden State series, is, is like a much more similar series to the Nets um, in that, you know, there's a lot of similar um, things. You know, you need to be really worried about two guys who score the ball. You know the defense is... This, this defense will be better than the Nets defense, but there are still a lot of the same weaknesses like you know it it was kind of an operation just to get Claxton out of the game you know against the Nets because they just didn't have any other big who could feasibly survive like they they, like Dragon Blake Griffin for something this is going to be doing that to Kavon Looney because that they don't have anyone who can play the big positions outside of Draymond and Kavon Looney so that's going to be the that like I feel like that is going to be where this series is one for better or worse and i just don't think those guys can do anything with a healthy rob but you know a healthy rob might not be a part of the series so oh and i guess we will circle back one more time back to the heat because that's who they just beat in game seven two game seven wins baby Woo! Whoa, right, and, uh, <laughs> but was uh is pat riley gonna be okay will he recover uh his he's looking pretty sad uh on the streets lately and you know we just feel for our boy yeah he knows he's gonna die before he sees another heat championship so rest in piss bozo (laughs) 
<laughs> so, so in in Minecraft, in Minecraft, I would never say that about a, a human. <laughs> No, so culture is you know pretending to be uh, Italian when you're actually. <laughs> uh, it's um, it's pretending to be Cuban when you're actually Italian. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Al Pacino. <laughs> it's all of these things combined. I mean, by the way, rest in piss, bozos to the Miami Heat who got the easiest possible road and still fucking got a Celtics team that was banged up. Um, faked their own injuries and still couldn't do it. Yeah. All right. This is a good little like intermission before we talk, like really dive deep into the Golden State. This is like when we go through the fucking mentions. Like, first of all, I'd like to say Raptors fans, shut the fuck up. Like, we don't want it. Like, who the fuck are where where are you even in the playoffs? When was the last time I watched the fucking Raptors play basketball? Why are you talking about Jalen Brown in the context of OG fucking Anno? What what are you talking about? Stop it. All right. That's all on the Raptors. Yeah. Uh, no, no that's not all on the Raptors. Your <laughs> fat hero, Kyle Lowry, lost them this game by flopping so bad they, they had to call a timeout in a game where they desperately needed a timeout to set their defense at the end of the game. That, that, man, is, that man is shameless. Um, no, I mean, come on. Jimmy Butler gets the single best whistle in the entire league. Um, oh, come on, Giannis gets a great whistle. He doesn't man. overdo it like a Lowry or a Chris Paul. Like mm. he's actually like good at flopping. Mm. Um, uh, well, and also the forearm the thing that they're not fouls. Like he get, yeah. yeah, he gets fouled. Like so does Jason Tatum on every that's, single possession. That's <laughs> like the thing that kills me is is there is no equivalence called, and it's like you know Jimmy is a bulldozer. He's going there like every time, and Jason Jason's just like a lot better than that. But like. I like wonder how much of this is refs like personally hating Jason because he's like such a dickhead when he's not getting calls to them. He's so bad. <laughs> so like, I wonder like, like I wonder like his wingspan like, when he like does his flap, his arm flap. Yeah, the flapping like, arm. Everybody sees that. Yeah, like I, extends his I shoulder. wonder. It just makes me wonder though because like I, you know. I think Tatum does get one of the worst whistles a first at all first team All NBA guy can get. So. Like, I think he's right. You know, you know, like the the, the he's getting bad calls, but I wonder if that's like a compounding problem, where like he gets bad calls, he like gives that reaction, the refs are crazy to him, which again makes me just respect Marcus because Marcus flops all the time and seemingly does not is not hated by the refs somehow, which is very like a very confused. It's very funny to me, but. Yeah, I don't know what that that how that happened. Like, cause maybe it's just like the ref see him just like hurt himself. Like he's just like this guy's like gonna sprain his ankle, like trying to get a call. Yeah, <laughs> gotta respect that. Yeah, <laughs> putting his body on the line at least. Yeah. By the way, I I really hope that they scrub that footage so Heat fans never have to see the vicious, horrific attack that Peyton Pritchard um, perpetrated on Jimmy Butler. He. Uh, that was that. I'm surprised they showed a replay of that live because that was just fucking gruesome. <laughs> I can't believe they're like gonna let Peyton Pritchard stay in the league after that. Oh, I love, I that was so sick because like 
on the one hand, like if if I thought Jason Tatum was hurt off of something, you know, if Jason Tatum was lying about his injury the way that Jimmy Butler was, um, and everybody believed it, um, I would also be very mad and react how Heat fans did where they were trying to Zap Pruder film, like. Fast PP hitting him on the upper part of the thigh and then Jimmy feeling that contact and throwing himself to the ground like somebody had yelled out that there was a sniper and smashing his knee on the ground, flopping. So, like, I also would be pissed. Like, I get it. Like, uh, but who, that, who? that was one of, that was easily one of the funniest, most deranged fan behaviors of, uh, you know, even the Max Struess, Zep Prudering of Max Struess clearly stepping out is also awesome in a four-point loss, by the way. <laughs> uh, actually? I, I love how they, like, um, they, like, snapped a photo of, like, when he was, like, not on the line, like, yeah. as he was, yeah. like, rising yeah. up and used it as proof that he was never on the line. That was very yeah. funny. But uh, who, who said it? Um, uh, he broke the code. Oh fuck yeah! That was uh. That's the greatest. Uh, the, Draymond the Green broke the code. Mm -mm. The, the biggest contributor Donis in the series. Haslam. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, who who said it? Um, you can call me Udonis Haslamberg. <laughs> that is also Udonis Haslam, in reference to how he is beloved by Florida's Jewish community. <laughs> uh, Myers Leonard Gaming is is heat culture. It is, it is heat culture. Myers Leonard playing Call of Duty. <laughs> is it, it is heat culture. Well, it's like, we got to watch. that. That's really why the Suns are worried about DeAndre Ayton's gaming addiction. It's because they're worried he's going to have a heating gated gaming moment after they give him a, a full contract, a full max. So that that's why they're really at odds here. Yeah. Drop, drops an F-bomb at, you know, 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, I, I, it would be funny if, if DeAndre Aiden got in trouble for, like, a, a really, like, funny slur. Like, uh, he called, like, an Italian guy a WAP or something. <laughs> like, that's that, that that would be awesome. That's one thing. By no, the way, would be... Sixers Adam told me to say that. So if you're Italian and offended by that, please, at Sixers Adam, give him some feedback. DM him. You know, he doesn't often see DMs, so you feel free to get at him at the timeline. At Sixers Adam. <laughs> You know, going, going back to, to Yudi Haslam, you know, many people are saying Jason Tatum was, you know, the, the Larry Bird MVP winner. Many people are saying Jimmy Butler was the rightful uh, MVP. What one specific what about What about Udonis Haslam, who gave it his all and walking down that hallway <laughs> was more upset than anyone? Yeah, he was devastated. It was that. It harkened back to like you know um, Embiid crying after the after the Kawhi shot. It harkened back to Chris Bosh collapsing in that very tunnel right. after the after the Heat blew it. Um, and now we get our other top playoff performer, Udonis Haslam, uh, whose big contribution to this series was jinxing the Heat. By saying Draymond talked to her after they still had a game to win. You say that shit after you win game seven. Good. Like, no, so this series is like the best example of like, dude, when Oladipo played one fucking good game yeah. and he's posting on Twitter, just like, like, I'm back. really, bro? <laughs> Here are my highlights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So at least oh, the Udonis Haslam like series highlight reel. Oh, no, 
It's like Back. the Thanasis, Udonis and Thanasis, uh, like dual supercut. Like Celtics had no answer for these guys in the playoffs. Zero stops, zero blocks, zero steals. These guys were operating at a different level. Dude, zero field goals missed. Joe Johnson had a bigger playoff impact on the Boston Celtics than Udonis has them. No question. There's oh. no question. Yeah. <laughs> There's no question. By the way, how about that uh, two seconds to go out of bounds play down the stretch, Jason Tatum? That's like one of the biggest shots he's ever hit, and it was insane. I don't know who said it, but it's like an ethically sourced fuck it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was, that was Kevin. Shout <laughs> out KJ. KJ, I'll go on Twitter. Recyclable <laughs> material. Yeah. Uh, no, no Kyle Lowry bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the it was the ethical series. It was the ethical Hooper series. The Hoopers yeah. prevailed. Uh, they almost, in you know, give Heat credit, like or Jim, give Jimmy Butler. He tried to Hooper the fuck out of it, and you know, almost got real, really, really close. A shot that barely kissed the front rim, but it was close. No, uh, I yeah. was worried it's about it. Yeah. Now, J- Jimmy plays exactly like Giannis, so they are both. You know, they're both basketball players. The, like, most heinous accusation you can level at people, but are certified basketball players by Baldo and Stop, so not Hoopers. Shout out to Baldo and Stop, who correctly selected the Celtics as the team of destiny, which is why the Celtics are the team of destiny. They have the dual endorsement of Baldo and Stop and 538. <laughs> and, and, and they leverage just being, like, just not being able to score to the point where they're not favored in the in the finals anymore by anybody because yep. they're the underdogs. That's how they they the road underdog, the road underdog dog. Well, they don't know this team that home games are bad for them. Like yeah. like home court for the Warriors <laughs> is the Celtics home court. Like <laughs> that guarantees they'll be able to win game 7. Like if game 7 True. was at home I'd be terrified. <laughs> Jalen's posting like Back from 2016, how he was just like vibing in San Francisco. He went to school there. He's just like, dude, I'm gonna be in the finals one day, baby. And I love these wars. And now he gets yeah. to win. I'm I'm pretty sure that clip like didn't exist until like. Where are these clips so, going? <laughs> yeah, like that that didn't exist before that. Like Jalen went back. Yeah, he he's the Time Lord's powers to create that clip. That was cool. Um, uh, what else? Um. I feel like we're not done talking about the heat. Um, we never talk. Was I mean, was, do you, you want me to eulogize them? Yes. Yeah. yeah like, so first of all, um, yeah, rest in peace, bozos. You fucking suck. Uh, we all knew you sucked all year. This is this result is a surprise to no one. It's a surprise to no one in the league. No fans of other teams. Just you. It is just you losers who didn't see this coming. You thought this was a close series. It was in no way, shape, or form a close series. The only reason you were ever close in this series was so that this most terrible future could happen to you, so that you could feel the warmth of hope as Jimmy Butler elevated for that three, and then just be surrounded by the horrible bile of despair when it rimmed off. And now you're drowning in that. You're drowning in that. Tyler Hero is going to need to get paid, and he sucks. Kyle Lowry, but let me tell you this, he's not injured, he's just old, and you paid that man $30 million a year. Duncan Robinson literally could not play in this series. 
I repeat, he literally could not play in this series. That's a $15 million man. Luckily, you do have Bam Adebayo who shows up in big moments. Just kidding. He shit his pants and disappeared, hiding like the Republican dog that he is. Who is left but Jimmy Butler, the only only member of your team to ever do anything luckily i'm sure he won't leave he's had a great time hanging in there in bad situations i'm sure he'll tough this out at the end of his career whoopsie days no that's not gonna happen you have a two years max until he vanishes and banishes your shitty shitty little franchise to the bottom of hell it will be in tartarus you will never have a good team ever again you will try to get free agents and you'll get some free agents. You'll get 37-year-old Zach Levine. You'll get some of these <laughs> dogs coming through the door that won't help you in any way, shape, or form. You will suffer. The Orlando magic will lap you. You'll be contracted. You will be sent to hell to the point where they will Photoshop LeBron James to make it look like he went to a good franchise, the Memphis Grizzlies, just to retcon your fucking horrible franchise rest in peace bozos you fucking suck everybody knew the finals you made was fraudulent goodbye also they have brooks kepka who uh they were zero and two when Brooks kepka went to the ftx center <laughs> ftx uh center and so if they keep losing you know he might he might move to orlando and he plays a lot of golf over there, so he might be going to those crowds instead. So you, your only thing that you have left is now golf. Um, all right. Well, um, now that we've poured some dirt on the the grave, <laughs> um, we didn't get to do. All right. In our defense, we didn't get to do it with the Bucks series, so we just had a lot of pent up there and the heat. You well, know. Yeah. Well, also. Also, the Bucks series, like, all the animosity vanished the second we won. Like, I don't know. I was just like, yeah, Giannis is probably the best player in the world, you know. Yeah, he's, <laughs> like, he's pretty good. We won. I'm just glad we got through that. That was a little frustrating for a while. With the Heat, I genuinely loved that franchise, and I absolutely wish the worst for them. I wish a pox upon every member of the Heat and their families. Curse. I saw, I saw somebody say that, like, uh, it'd be funny if the Celtics tried to sign uh, Max Struess to the uh, mid-level exception. That would be <laughs> and, like, and honestly, funny. he was the only player I was like, yeah, he, he's probably good. I, I, damn, he, you know, was on the this, You know what's funny is I remember on this show, this literal show, I remember saying, we've got it. We've got to cut Max Struess. We've got to find a way to <laughs> roster. I'm trying to remember who we were trying to roster. That season, it might have been like RJ Hunter and James Young. Was it that year? It couldn't have been that far back. I was like, one, it was like Carson Edwards yeah, or something like Trayvon that. Carson, like, semi. like all the guards and fucking yeah. Yabu. It, it's it's crazy. crazy. They, they they couldn't play Tyler Hero because Max Cruz <laughs> better. Yeah. No, he was. Gabe <laughs> Vincent was great. Like, as your worst defender, like you couldn't survive that. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Max Struess was like, Honestly, relatively solid for how hard the Celtics went at him. Like, I was actually, like, very surprised that – I thought he did, like, a credible job given how often he was targeted. Like, I mean, given part of that is them selling out to help him, but I don't, I don't know. Like, he's actually a good player, like, versus yeah. Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero who are not good players. <laughs> like, yeah, Gabe Vincent and Struess are the probably the, the one positives of – that's going to keep Jimmy. 
Right. He's going to want to play his those end Those guys of his are there for max one more year, though, and then they get the bag, and the Heat will not be able to afford that. Look, P.J. Tucker has a player option, and if I were him, I would opt out, and he could get more money than that, I feel like, yeah. especially after he showed how valuable like that is. Because I feel like he he didn't get respected as much during that Bucks series because everyone was just like talking about Giannis, but he's clearly like still got it and is a great player. Yeah, I he had like we, one of yeah. seasons this year. What is he, 37? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Struce is, yeah, I'm sad we let him go. Yeah. Uh, Would have been good, uh, yeah. That Who was a whoops. was that? Um, um, yeah. Uh, no, like, like Vincent was like toast against Tatum. At least Struce could like hold up until like the hell right. came. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's let's use that to like transition to like the Warriors series because I, I it's just gonna be such a different tenor like with like they're a they're a different type of defensive team they're not quite as physical on the perimeter like you can see Miami's defenders just like fouling up Grab, for, <laughs> like, they were like playing like free throw line extended you know they. Uh, it was it was kind of interesting how they set up their defense. I think it's going to be a little bit more traditional versus Golden State. Um, it'll be more movement. Um, yeah, like sort of like a dog shit series. I, uh, I feel like their back line, like their switching, is going to be a lot crisper. Like everything I saw with the Heat was just like it was so aggressive, like outward. They were so aggressive with their hands, just like swiping at the ball, like fouling, fouling. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The Warriors don't do that as much, but they are so. I mean, in the best way, like, the Celtics are very detailed. Like, the Warriors are very detailed. Their conservation of movement is is very high. Like, you know, it's it's Draymond, so he's going to be, like, calling shit out. And, like, they I, – I really ha- – we haven't seen them much, honestly, since they've gotten a little younger, like, with the Kamingas and, like, all the different draft picks, that, the long, lanky guys that they've gotten. And Looney's been playing a lot – a bigger role in the playoffs. So, I mean – it, yeah, it will be interesting to see how they match up with like our wing heavy uh, offense. I think it's gonna but, be an awesome series. Yeah, it um, will be really fun. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited that we got Golden State. Um, yeah. I, just like even though we probably would have had an easier time against Dallas, I think Golden State's probably the better team. But uh, it just, it, I don't know, it's, uh, it's more fitting of... this way, and it's. Um, and it's more fun this way. Yeah. Like Dallas. yeah. It's definitely more fun. I think it's a it's a tougher, I think it's a more well-regarded opponent. Like, I think the cries of uh, Mickey Mouse title would have gotten louder if the Celtics had, you know, gotten, had gotten Dallas instead. But I'm ecstatic, too, because I actually think Dallas is a bad matchup for us. We've lost, like, the last four in a row at Dallas, like, <laughs> against Dallas, I think. And I think we're, like, five of six in the last three years, basically since Luca's been there. So... It's not been fun. And like Lucas won, yeah. I think one of those was like a clutch game that he just like fucking pulled out of his ass. Like, like you no, get that. Shit. I think what what we're seeing from the Celtics is like they they are they've had to pl- like they really struggle with like a big player who can get to the free throw line, and you know like that's not really Kyrie or KD really. Like you know KD is not like physical like driving. He's more just like rangy and gets his free throws, like, through the rip move, which doesn't really happen anymore. And I think, you know, he's not as good anymore. But, like, guys like Giannis 
and um, Jimmy and Luca can do this too, can be a little bit of a bully. I think they give us more trouble. So I don't know. I, I think we're much more well-equipped to deal with Golden State because there is less of an overwhelming point of attack physicality there. And it's more just how well can you switch and what, like, how how much are you going to let Steph Curry, like, warp your floor balance? And what are your plans to, like, kind of counteract some of that, like, when that happens? And, like, and it was talked a lot about when we played the Bucks, and they, uh, the struggle of the Celtics was so talked about with their dribbling. And, like, oh, yeah, the Heat are very uh, aggressive in the point of attack, and, like, that might cause problems. And, like, in the games they lost, they did, and they turned it over. And it's, like, I'm not – I don't expect to see that from the Golden State. They're not going to be just, like, blitzing, like, smart or like, any of the, like, ball handlers full court. And right. getting into like Jalen's airspace, and I feel like Jalen might be able to dribble a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> and if he can get some speed, like that's when he can actually attack. So right, that'll be interesting. What I worry about is they, you know, they they plant Wiggins on Tatum, which I think everybody expects that. Um, I'm, I'm guessing, unless you think Draymond is going to cover him, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be Wiggins. Um, and like they're gonna, you know, I think they saw what happened in the Miami series. So I think when, you know, they're gonna send help. Everybody's gonna be aware when Wiggins has Tatum, and they will send help if they need to. What I think is dangerous for the Celtics, and the Heat took advantage of this even outside of the physicality, is the cross court swings are sometimes a little dangerous. And you know that is where the steals come in and the open floor. And I think the Warriors are full of guys who know how to jump passing lanes. And I think it's gonna be more. Uh, you know, I think there's still a pretty high risk of turnover, diaper diarrhea stretches in this section from the Celtics. In fact, I think that's yeah. the only, I think that's the only thing that'll really hurt the Celtics, um, defense in this series, like outside of, you know, the obvious three point shoot, shoot against Steph Curry. But I just think this, even, even as the Celtics have defended the Warriors well, traditionally, I think what was the Goldsberry stat? The Celtics, the only team with a positive record against the Warriors since 1415. Even outside of that, I think this particular configuration of the Celtics is uniquely perfect to guard, you know, the Warriors and kind of how they're set up. Like uh, Derek White is, this is why you get Derek White for like this series. Yeah. Yeah. The screen navigation was really impressive in the Miami series. In fact, they, they held the Miami under 100 points, what I want to say, like, five out of those seven games and under 90 points, like maybe, I don't know, two or three times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think you'll see a lot of Tatum on Curry. Tatum's mm-hmm. really good at contesting without fouling. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see a lot of smart on Curry. You'll see a lot of the switching mm-hmm. brought it up before, but I think Rob's health is super important. That's like number one. Yeah. Um, and, and just, uh, on, on both ends, um, just okay. kind of keeping the defense honest. And uh, if he can sag off Draymond, um, you can kind of do that. Draymond will come up and, like, set screens for Curry, which kind of makes it a little bit more difficult. And yeah. Robin Iso's been so, so – I think he's got actually some bad luck with guys hitting threes over him over the course of the season. But um, mm-hmm. that's, that, that's all uh, besides the point. Um, um I'm, I'm I just hope- feel like Rob definitely flips how they look in such a weird way. And with Golden State, as they're not as big in similar to like how Heat were not as big. And when Rob was feeling good, like he 
did change. Like he really rose the ceiling to what they were capable for offensively. Uh, but that, that freaking Minnesota game. Uh, I, uh, it's tough. But, um, <clears throat> but even, 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 uh, you know, Rob, like, like, I think it's like soreness right now. And it's like pain. That's really the main limiting factor. Uh, for Rob right now. And he had to play, you know, three times in five days, um, games five, six, and seven. Those are difficult games to play. I'm hoping that with the extra day of rest between games and a few mm. days off that, you know, maybe, yeah, that, you know, he can maybe be good for five out of these seven games. Um, what but we'll I was see. Gonna say, I would, yeah. like, we didn't get to say, like, during the Buck series, you kind of called it out, Matt, that the key to that series became going smaller. And they have looked so much so good when they're playing Derek and Smart and even Grant and having like the lone big be like Horford. And so like just playing really small around that. And I think they, they're going to get some good minutes from that with Golden State. That kind of it doesn't really give them this like math like, mismatch advantage, yeah. but they will play them tight. Like they're going like getting Derek in switches. He's going to contest shots so good on Curry or any of the guards. So it's like. I, we're going to see a lot of that. I, I totally agree. I just I don't I don't think playing small is the matchup is the matchup advantage for Golden State that I think a lot of the national media thinks it is. What I do think is going to be really interesting is the rebound battle because I have no idea where that's going to go. Like I could see, like especially that's always hard with a team that shoots a lot of threes because the caroms are just so extreme, like on misses. But I like I could still see, even though Golden State is not particularly big, I could see the Celtics like getting crushed on the offensive glass in a couple of games in this series, and that like factoring into things. Yeah, I don't know. The the Bucks series to me was more of a Grant series than a than a Rob series. Um, yeah. Just the way that the Bucks play, packing the paint. It just made more sense to give Grant a lot of minutes and give Grant that open three, which he took full advantage of in game seven. Finally, uh, uh, Golden State. Um, yeah, I mean, just the way Rob can crash from the weak side to, you know, stop a Curry or, or Clay or pool drive is so important. Um and then, yeah, a, a rebounding. I mean, he's our best rebounder, obviously by far. Um, yeah, I, I just think the, I think the Bucks series going small, like, like that's probably the worst matchup for Rob among the thirty teams in the association or twenty nine other teams in the association. So I'm not a, you know, going big has worked for the Celtics all year, or at least the second half of the year. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's undeniable. And, and Rob, when Rob is healthy. Rob is like Rob. When Rob is on, like you can make the case that he's like our second most. Oh like, yeah, yeah, player. for sure. <laughs> they play they play such different offense when he's there because he gives them like if shit happens like they double like Tatum and he's able to get like a release and then they just push it to Rob and then he can really just operate. He can also, yeah, sorry, he can also oh, ruin yeah. guys for like a game. Yeah. Like like when he That's, blocks yeah. threes. Guys just don't hit threes anymore because they're like, they're like it like yeah. fucks up their rhythm. Like they're like, God damn, is he gonna block it again? Like he's like literally the only person I've really seen have that effect both at the three point line and at the fucking hope. Like he will <laughs> deny. He will just like people just won't drive anymore just because he's out there and they won't shoot threes. And it's just like, oh yeah, because Rob can fucking probably trans like like 14 feet of like linear feet in like a second. 
because the guy's just crazy. But when he's 40%, it's tough because his, you know, his fast twitch muscles aren't just there as they are at the same, that same rate. But I'm all, yeah, I hope he gets healthy. I, I think the good. other big, yeah, I mean, I think Rob's health is number one. I think Smart's health is number two. I'm a little worried. Smart's pretty banged up too. Like, and he I was and, looking. He, he started. I mean, he looked so much better in Game Seven than he did in Game. Like, mm-hmm. take out those final two minutes, and he had an awesome Game Seven. And I don't, like, yeah. I don't think that the final two set, like two minutes, I think was like fatigue. Like, yeah, I don't think that was like things. I'm hurting. It I was just, like, I, I saw that post game presser he gave where he was talking about how fucked up his leg was, and I was like, damn, like Smart doesn't do that very often, you know? Like, I don't know if that was just like. Shitting on Miami for all their heat, all their injury shenanigans they played throughout the series, or something like that. But it, it was. Uh, I mean, it made me nervous. Yeah. Wait. He. But he look. He's he's on the mend, and ankle injuries heal. So. Boy, I, I feel believe, okay. If about Jack Martin. were here, he would. He would not. Okay. He, he, praising ankles. That's. <laughs> I have to defend yeah. Jack Mallard. Like he was out yeah. of game. He looked shitty. Then he he was yeah. moving reasonably well in Game mm-hmm. Seven, um, so I feel okay. Yeah, about it's like- Rob didn't quite have that same upward trajectory. Um, and it's like right. I see, like on the defense, you can see like Smart was holding close to guys. Like he wasn't losing a step uh, on defense, and like like the mobility was there. He looked, you know. Again, it kind of waned as the yeah. game did, it's but like everybody. Butler, when when the refs give him every call. But anyway, yeah. I digress. Um, I don't want to speculate too much about this Golden State series. I think the ATO show will come back at some point during the series. Um, holy shit, the Celtics are in the NBA Finals. They got over the humble. Oh, yeah. This is a moment of celebration, not just for the team, but and not just for the fans, but uh, for the listeners. They could have the tanked. Could you imagine sliding doors moment? If, if yeah. Danny Ainge could have, they could have had Shengun. <laughs> Couldn't you imagine Kemba and Sh- Kemba and Shengun could have had us here too, man? You don't know. Oh, like, I miss Kemba. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm glad he got I, his money. It's my contribution to how I feel. About I miss Kemba. him spiritually. Yeah. Um, I, I do miss that he would make radio guys mad when they would uh, suck absolute shit, and he'd why be like, is he smiling? And they'd, yeah, they'd be like, why sure? is he smiling? I do miss that. <laughs> that was delightful. Uh, Can you trust a man that is looking <laughs> in your face with a smile like, after he just missed a shot? By Can the you- way, Nick Nurse is not seeing heaven. Nick Nurse also going to hell with the Miami Heat franchise for what he did to Kemba. Um, playing him in the All Star game, so also Nick shout Harris. out to uh, the one truth, the truth teller of the NBA, Tim Bontemps, uh, having oh, the, right, the correct, the correct uh, MVP decision. Of he's Jimmy so Bush. awesome, dude. He's so. Did you guys listen to the Low Post podcast? Like after? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was a highlight of my week. It was what? awesome, dude. He like because Zach Lowe is like trying to make this episode, and Lowe is clearly like just like has people in the heat organization. So you can always tell he's like telling things like a little bit from an angle of like, you know, look at the heat culture, look at how impressive this is. Um, you know, he'll, he'll admit it every once in a while. Like I was out with heat people for game. Hold five. On. Before you continue, Sam, like it is impressive that they c- could turn, you know, Duncan Robinson into, you know, uh, 
$80 million contract where he doesn't get a minute in the yeah. title. <laughs> They're so good. Yeah. Yeah. And they have like, they had like no, they, their team would be so good if they didn't give like two first round picks up for fucking Goran Dragic, who was dog shit for them. Anyway, I digress. I mean, they, they have done a really good job finding second round guys, like, which is, you know, that is their genuine strength. But anyway, so Lowe is like laying out the series and what Miami can do and everything. And Tim comes in and is just like, like the first thing he says in the pod. Is like, I don't know. It's a pretty simple series. Like, the Celtics turn the ball over. They're going to lose. They're a better team. He was just so over. Like, he was, you can tell, he was, he's just such a chance. Like, like, Zach, there's no analysis here. If they turn <laughs> the ball over, they're going to lose. And if they don't, they're going to win. Like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Zach is clearly mad at him because this is like <laughs> four of the four <laughs> podcasts. And he's like, there's nothing to talk about with the series. <laughs> He's he, it's so good because he's like it's not like he's pulling for the Celtics. He's just disgusted the Celtics like didn't are playing this ugly basketball thing. Like he was so mad that he had to watch um uh Sixers Heat, which was also a similarly disgusting series. Yeah, no, he like they, it was like we're not gonna talk about Celtics Heat. We're gonna talk about my experience in the playoffs to date, which has all been fucking blowouts. He's like, I'm the blowout man, <laughs> and all so I watch. <laughs> It's it really literally means good times in French, and it just yeah. like is the complete opposite of his personality. <laughs> it's <laughs> he's the only truth teller. That, like I, but here's the he's thing like, about Bontemps. I trust Bontemps more than any other NBA journalist because he, he just has like a straight, like a let's say he loves trains style um, uh, love of of uh, reporting correctly all of the news. Like, he has no social cues. He just, like, says exactly what's on his mind and reports exactly what's going on. There's no agenda. He's not a weird little scumbag like Woj or, like, has friends like Lowe. He's just, like, a guy who's just going to say it the way it is. And if that means that his livelihood covering the league saying that's a dog shit product he will say it's a dog shit product god pimp chad we love we love timmy good times right him him yelling at windhorse is still like one of the one of the funniest things i've seen like the last three or four years that's like up there with trump you just want to be wrong about it that's fine (laughs) why don't you stop being a fucking jack it's a fucking just called him a jackass on his own pod and the funny thing about that is, well, Windhorse also completely collapsed. He's like, I'm agreeing with you. He's not even, like, getting mad at him for calling him a jackass. Awesome. Yeah, Alpha. Tim Bontemps is our autistic hero. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a god. He's selling PlayStations now, by the way. So DM him. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, well. Um, hey, uh, shout out to Tim Bontemps. Shout out Boston Celtics. Shout out Ime. Mm. Shout out, shout out Nate Duncan. Uh, Jason Tatum is actually can be the best player on a finals team. Yeah, facts. He, it. he had it right from the get go. Facts. Let's go. All right. Um. So we'll be back during the finals, I think. Um. Yep. And uh, we hope, I hope so. There. Um. Oh, Efren Ramos has stopped recording, so this marks the end. <laughs> this is the end of the thing. The hidden show. Sorry, guys. Everybody, Efren had to pause the show because Matt went on a, just a slur rampage. So we're probably going <laughs> to cut that part.
I don't know why I said that exiting out the show. Well, you want to try that again, Matt? Or... <laughs> I've been a Tatum skeptic for a while. I've been a Tatum skeptic for a while. I've been a Tatum skeptic for a while. I've been a Tatum skeptic for a while.